Hey, it's me, the podcast guy. Uh, Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to give you guys some very exciting news. Uh, For the first time in the podcast history, we are changing our release date. This episode is coming out on Thursday. However, you will not get another full episode of the show until next Sunday. So don't be expecting anything on Thursday. Uh, Just be ready for us to return to normal on Sunday. That's all I have. Enjoy this week's episode. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Put on your mask to protect yourself from coronavirus. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. My name is Lucas Westeros Westcott, uh, joined as always by my better half, Senator Twitchatine. Twitchatine. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah? So I'm clearly the dark side now. I want to. Well, I guess with all my anti-Star Wars-ness, I guess I would be a part of the dark side. What I was going to do is just say something different every week. Oh, that, that'll work out, too. Yeah, that'll yeah, work yeah. out, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Uh, and not think about twitchiness. it, just on the... No, 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 don't start, oh, okay, don't start. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just on the spot. I want to think about them on the spot and just see what comes out. Just see what comes out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is a rant week episode. Um, We didn't really... We, we just didn't have the, the time or resources to devote to a topic yep. for this week, but we are committed to you people. Yes. And we're committed to at least a weekly schedule. Um, so here we are to just kind of discuss whatever. Discuss um, whatever comes to mind. So with that, I do need a transition into the to- into the thing. So, uh... No, 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 no. Oh, I okay. Like you cut you're, away and then come back. I need, gotcha, I need gotcha. something there. Um, so, so here is the... F- First 45 seconds of. What's something awfully boring that will just turn the listeners off immediately? Ooh, okay. Okay. Here's 45 seconds of a text to speech bot discussing the definition of antimatter. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> In 1930, Paul Dirac formulated a quantum theory for the motion of electrons in electric and magnetic fields, the first theory that correctly included Einstein's theory of special relativity in this context. Welcome back to the rant. Uh, uh, would you like to kick us off with the topic, my friend? Uh, I can't kick us off with the topic. Then why don't you kick us off with the Topic then. So uh, let's let's pull up my notes here. Oh, you're not ready for a topic. Um, I uh, so let's see. What do I want to go with? Uh, did you hear that there is a new Mortal Kombat movie coming? No, I have not. Please have inform you me while seen I the other nope. Mortal Mortal Kombat movies? Okay, so there's no trailer and there's no like pre-production photos that have been they just say it's happening it's happening uh the one photo that apparently is dropped is like of somebody some gaff or uh um uh grip uh setting up a sign um but there's no look at the costumes or locations that they're going to be shooting at really yeah um what they say is that it's going to be coming in january of 2021 
And then the trailer is probably going to drop sometime in the summer, which probably means it's going to be released during one of the comic cons. Sure. Um, which makes sense. If you're going to do uh, a video game movie that you'd want to build the hype up. In, I agree like, with that. That's a good time. Very good time. Possible. To do that. So yeah, um, would be at a comic con. Um, have you seen the other movies, the original ones? Nope. So the first one's not, I haven't even played a Mortal Kombat game. No, really? That's I shocking. I know. Not That's once. shocking. Not a, single, uh, not a single one. I definitely played the arcade versions, and then when uh, we got a Sega Genesis, I think it was Mortal Kombat 3, um, was one of the first ones that I played, and uh, it was it's so much fun. Like, so bloody, and everybody wanted to get to uh, the finishing move, um, the Annihilation, or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, no, it was called... Uh, um, uh, fatality. Do the fatality. Fatality. I almost said the infidel infidelity. The infidelity. <laughs> the two. They, infidelity. They don't, they don't fall far from the same tree. To be quite honest <laughs> with you, both equal in the eyes of the Lord. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the first movie that came back out back in the nineties and stuff was um, today's standards. It's pretty much trash. But sure. if you're a kid, like. You're seeing some of these guys that you're like, oh, this is badass. Right, seeing Scorpion right, right. fight Sub Zero or like uh, Kung Lao fighting Scorpion or whatever and stuff. So we got to see some of those and they put in some of the famous, they put in some of the famous like quotes from there, like Scorpions get over here. They would put that in there. Sure. Um, uh, and then they made another one that should have been straight to video, but I think it actually came out in theater. And it was called Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation. And they just took like all the new characters that have been popping up to throw them in and try and do a money share. Sure. And it was just like complete trash. <laughs> uh, the main bad guy, I can't even remember the name, main bad guy. Of course, I'm going to have a Carson moment um, right there. Yeah, right uh, off the bat. That's Kung good. Lao. Yeah. No, that's not right. Uh, that's the main hero. Um, fucking skull cap wearing dude. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, he uh, he he was just god awful, terrible acting, and uh, the movie was just atrocious. So to hear that they're doing a Scorpion? new no 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 uh, Sub Zero no the main baddie the main baddie Shao Kahn uh maybe maybe what about kung lao kung lao is the good guy what about noob sailboat noob sailboat <laughs> no excuse me <laughs> noob cybot not sailboat no no <laughs> cabal uh, let's see pulling up imdb Shinnok, goro Scarlet. Uh, no, Shao Kahn. Not, Shao Kahn. I is guess that's so yeah, long did. ago. And I you was said, getting him confused no. with somebody else. I was getting him confused with. Wow, there's a lot of characters. Yes, there's a lot of characters in the Annihilation one. Um, I was getting him uh, uh, confused with uh, Shang Tsung. Of um, course. Who's How the could main you baddie not? in the first Mortal Kombat movie? Uh, Luke's eyes just went like uber wide. W- what are you looking at? Mortal are you Com- looking at a nudie video right now? Yeah, sorry, but that's not <laughs> why I I usually keep my cool while watching my nudie videos. You saw the boobs recording. and he's like, oh, wow. But then I flipped over to my other tab. I, okay. I got away from incognito. I went to the normal yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there waiting for me 
was Mortal Kombat Annihilation's Rotten Tomato score. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, what is it got Can on Can you there? guess? It's probably close to zero. It's very close to zero. In fact, it's is almo- it zero? It's almost as close to zero as you can get. It's a zero percent. It's not. Oh, is it one percent? It's a two percent. Two percent. <laughs> two! Yeah. How is something that bad? Because the story makes zero sense. The wow. acting is atrocious. The uh, special effects in there are, well, the visual effects are just like, the Mortal Kombat video games does yeah. better visual effects than the movie Annihilation does. Jeez, dude. Yeah, That's it crazy. is, it is so that, fully terrible. That inspired me. I went to um, the Wikipedia list of the uh, current films that have a 0% rating on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. And I just wanted to see if I uh, recognized any of them. London Fields came out in 2018. Gotti came out in 2018 as well. That's like the that's uh that's the John Travolta one. Oh yeah. Um, Precious Cargo. I think I've heard of that. Dark Crime. Cabin Fever. Oh, is that the new Cabin Fever? Must be the new... Yeah, 2016 Cabin Fever. Gotcha. Yeah. One Missed Call, 2008. 80 reviews at 0%. Yeah, that was a pretty terrible one. 2002's Pinocchio. Oof, yeah. Look at that. A lot of... uh, More names than I thought. Jaws the Revenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, just a bunch of other... Ones that I'd never heard of. Yeah, that uh, they, they, there you have it. So not a lot of people were crazy about the Mortal Kombat. No, no. Annihilation so when film. I when I just saw that they're making a new one, or yeah. actually I should say, like I believe they're in post production with it now. Um, it's like, oh my goodness, this is going to be terrible. But like, it's being uh, produced by James Wan, um, and James Wan is relatively respectful respectable um i know some people are gonna have some issues with me saying that but um he, he's done some pretty good stuff even the conjuring, though conjuring the conjuring uh even though even though he also has really aquaman like furious seven yeah on there uh he did the nun that had uh, my girl from american horror story in it yep um what is her name something Something, something, something. I think it's like Tessa. Um, he did bring a Saw, and I do got to admit, even though I don't like the Saw franchise, that first Saw film was pretty legit. It was pretty damn good. He did La Llorona. Um, he might have. Pro- did he direct it or did he produce it? He. Because he's done a lot of producing. He produced it. Okay. Okay, never mind. Um, my boy, do you know Let Me Explain on YouTube? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He yep. spoke very highly of La Llorona. Okay. Um. So that's good. This guy's just got a horror repertoire. He he because he started out in horror. Yeah. And that's primary. Like, uh-huh. I, I guess Mortal Kombat probably could take a little bit of a horror, especially with um, like all the gore to it and stuff. So in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um. That's crazy. Like all the saws have his name on them somewhere. Yeah. That's insane. Um. But I guess, and then the other movie that I saw that was like finally being, um, put into production. Um, now that has been kind of like toted for a long time is uh, the Masters of the Universe. 
He-Man. Ah. Um, it's supposed to be coming out in 2021. Um, which like along with a long list of, uh, or a list of other movies that are coming out in 2020, uh, the nostalgia craze is not dead and, uh, <laughs> we're a long way from it. It seems like, um, there it's interesting. Uh, did you ever see the original master? Did you see the He-Man cartoon? Growing I saw up the He-Man all? cartoon and I saw masters of the universe. Did you, you saw that movie now ask me what happens in either of them. Uh, you probably don't uh, No there, fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, I know he goes he man and then no he doesn't do that uh, the the th- the show right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but his is it's uh, Prince Adam he's not always he man but in the freaking movie Master of the Universe Dolph Lundgren is like he man the whole time he's never Prince Adam um, and uh, oh so okay. Yeah. Yeah. All of it's like you're explaining this to me for the first time. Like the master of the universe film was terrible. It, it's something that happened to a lot of, uh, uh, movies or shows that they try to translate into another medium. Yeah. Like they lost everything that was about those movies. Basically, this was a vehicle for a very 80s stylized action sure. sci-fi movie. Um, and the Masters of the Universe original, like, they didn't have all the characters or some of the characters that they have were amalgamations of other ones um, or it just didn't fit with the right characters. Um, the main baddie in that, Skeletor, is just like nothing like the Skeletor that uh, we grew to love sure. in the cartoon series. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a God awful mess. Like instead of taking place in Internia where that's all we know, uh, from the He-Man world or the master of the universe world, it took place on earth, like our earth, like, and they got a couple of kids, teenagers wrangled into the whole mess. Uh, so, uh, I got a feeling that the writers and stuff probably, taking a page out of that book and we're like we're not going to do the same mistakes twice hopefully hopefully it's going to be a little bit more more in tune with the cartoon um it is interesting the choice for uh the person that they got for uh the masters of the universe um series i can't remember his name i'm looking him up right now for the new one for the new one um Let's see here if they have anything announced. I don't think they have anything announced. Like, they do have uh, casting announced because they've done some of the filming, I believe. Well, you had said maybe that they were getting into post-production. Adam Knee? No, that's uh, that's the uh, post-production for Mortal Kombat. Oh, excuse me. Yep. Is it Adam Knee? Was he in uh, P.S. I Still Love You? He was in Band of Robbers. Okay. Uh, Noah uh, Centiano. Forgive me. I'm terrible at last <laughs> names. Especially those of different countries of origin. Um, uh, he, uh, he... He's... Ah. He looks like a typical like uh, teen drama pretty boy. How do I know this guy? I don't know. How do I know this guy? What was he in that I know? Uh, you know what? 
uh, a YouTube. Oh no, pretty much it. I think might make fun of this guy quite okay. a bit because he was in a Netflix show. I think he was in uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. No, no, he was in a movie called SPF yes. eighteen. That's what they talked about. Okay, and then they also talked about Swiped. Uh, gotcha. And they also talked about it to all the boys. Yeah. P.S. I love you. Yeah. 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 That. That. But apparently he's he's been cast as uh, Prince Adam uh, slash He Man. Um, not what I would expect. Um, especially since how Dolph Lundgren, who is the original guy, is like this beefcake character. Um, yeah, but this dude's just hot. Yeah, and I think they'll settle for that. Like, but like, what are they gonna do when he transforms into He Man? Like, he's got some muscles. Yeah, but not like like this is a bodybuilder type, like WWE wrestler type um, they character. Use, you would expect they use CG, or he's been training. He's gonna have to bulk up a lot, man. Think about Chris Pratt. It's true, but Hollywood can do mesmerizing it's, things. Well, did, think Kamal, about Christian Bale. Uh, Kamal Nia Johnny Nia Johnny. I I'm fucking up his name. Yeah. Uh, do you see him? No. Uh, look up Kamal, uh, Eternals Kamal. Oh, he's doing Eternals. Yeah. You know look what, up, look up his photo. Yeah. Dude. Like, dude, dude, kind of like. <laughs> That's a before and after photo if I've ever fucking yeah, seen yeah, yeah. one. Uh, when I first guy. saw, when I first saw that photo of him. All beef caked up. I thought it was photoshopped. Oh my god! I seriously dude. thought it was photoshopped. They real life photoshopped him, is what they yeah. did. Damn! But apparently, that's legit. Like, I don't doubt that. You can see it. Like, that's. But it also sparked a lot of controversy too, because Fucking like hell, he's known for like these very nerd roles. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Very like uh, uh, comedic roles. And uh, now he's a fucking beefcake. Like, it's seriously. really weird. To see him like that. That's crazy. Because it, it doesn't, like, my brain does not match his yeah, face. I have a hard time with, looking. With but I also have a hard muscles. time looking away, Twitch. I have a hard time looking away. <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> boobies. Uh, man boobies. Man boobies. Uh, 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 nostalgia movies coming back. Um, uh, Ghostbusters. I'm so excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about Ghostbusters. I'm, I'm not, not excited, I, but I have to see it. I have to see it. I like, have to see it if for the only reason of the fact that I get to see it for free. And That's, then we're going to do it on the podcast. And then we'll do it on the show. But I, I'll need to watch the other ones first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We'll definitely do that. Um, we'll watch them all together. Um, maybe I'm they'll not do excited a about feature that. at Alamo. I am not excited about that. You're not, man. I, I'm telling you, you're... If you can set aside the visual effects that you're probably going to be like, so outdated, blah, blah. <laughs> as long as you can put that aside, you're, like... You're starting to know me very well. I know you so well when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> uh, it's something my girlfriend... You don't know me. I was like, bullshit. I do know you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those the, the first movie, the first Ghostbusters movie is so well written in yeah. so many ways. And like... You don't feel like all the things that are happening are like crazy, ridiculous, out of this world. Like it feels very real and uh, grounded for the world of Ghostbusters. Like it doesn't feel kind of ridiculous. 
unlike the uh, 2016 <laughs> Ghostbusters movie, which just felt ridiculous. We won't talk about that. Uh, um, going going back real quick to uh, Mortal Kombat, mm, the only movie like that that I've ever seen were like most of the Street Fighters. Dude, the okay, okay, Street Fighter the movie, the live action movie, one hundred percent a terrible movie. I remember but hot damn if I don't like it. A I was gonna lot. say I remember really enjoying that. I do movie. enjoy it. Yeah, has nothing to do with the game. Has <laughs> nothing like even even to the fact that like some of the characters that they have in it like betray the uh, source material so much. So much, like it's crazy. Oh man! Okay, so then they came back in 2009 with Street Fighter: The Legend of Chung Li. Did you see that? And that was a garbage <laughs> fire. I would not even piss on it to put the fire out. Like it, it was that got a that terrible five percent. It is so bad, so bad that dude, the Super Mario Brothers live action movie. Do you, did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has six times the percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the, and that's Street to go Fighter. back. Like, video games have very rarely done a decent job in the when they try to translate them to I agree. film. I agree. Um, Resident like, Evil got lucky, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Like, the first one was okay for a zombie flick, but, like, as far as, like, Video game adaptation, it, it was work. it wasn't good. Um, Doom was terrible. The original Doom movie was terrible. Um, trying to think of some other ones that failed um, miserably. Uh, Double Dragon that even had Double a film Dragon. adaptation, and that was a joke of a film. It was basically like they're like, oh, they did Ninja Turtles. We can do this. <laughs> <laughs> And it didn't work out. It did not work out. Oh man, I was. I'm looking at the cast right now because I'm trying to figure out who a certain. Yeah, taboo. Okay, so the uh, Vega, yeah, yeah, Street Fighter. Yep. In the Legend of Chun Li, you know the guy with the mask. Yep. He. <laughs> Here's a fun connection, and I've always secretly known this, but I just confirmed like that this is an actual fact. Um, taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Plays no. Him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I bet you never knew his name was fucking Taboo. No, did but not. His name's no. Taboo, and he's the one who. Uh, It's that that's the guy who, okay. who it is. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. funny. I did not know that. I, I, when I was hilarious. watching it, because like 2009 when that came out, that was like the height of my, well, not really. That was like when I was coming off of my like massive Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, picks. yeah. And I remember seeing him and I was like, that dude's on the front of my Elefunk record. That dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's trying here. to break out in film. He's trying to now imagine if that movie had done well and yeah. then he left the Black Eyed Peas to do Street Fighter movies. Well, Will I Am tried doing the same damn thing in the Wolverine movies. He tried to break out into film and uh Will I Am was in the Wolverine movies. Yeah, he was in the Wolverine's origin, dude. And Yikes. He sucked. I don't Along doubt that. Along with everybody else in that movie for the most part. I don't um, doubt that. 
Uh, yeah, that was just that was another garbage fire film. Look um, at him! Wow, he really was in that movie. Yeah, try playing this like weird. He looks cool, cowboy. He looks he looks he looks like a cowboy chill guy. type thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he does much he better. Can teleport. That was his power. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, I can't blame him for that movie bombing. No, I wouldn't. No, the the onus is not on him. Uh, it's definitely the writers and the directors of that film. It's whoever's decision it yep. was to sew up Dead, Deadpool's, Deadpool's mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Julian Fellows. Okay, the guy that write. Uh, wait, no. Keep Julian going with that Fellows. thought. I thought I, I'm I'm confusing him with uh, Ken Fallot. Ah, no, 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 no. Both similar, okay. though. Um, Julian Fellows wrote Downton Abbey. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, he also wrote a book called Belgravia. Okay. That is now becoming a TV show. And it's oh, coming out this year. Snap. And I'm losing my goddamn mind. Okay. Okay. Here's a quick preemptive question. Is it in the similar time frame of the Downton Abbey? It, it looks very similar to Downton Abbey. Now, here's the oh. thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know anything about this because I honestly, I am ashamed to say this publicly. I wanted to play it off like I, you know, was the biggest Julian Fellows fan in the world. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was an author. Okay. So since finding out that he has quite a long list of books that he's written, yeah, I have ordered a lot of them. Okay. And they're on their way. The problem was is that all of his hardcover books, which is what I prefer to yeah. read if I'm reading a physical book. Uh, are not with Amazon Prime. So I have to wait until February 12th. No, really? To get his, like, I bought, like, four of his books. Okay. Belgravia being one of them. And I want to read it because there's not much I can tell you about it because I haven't really, I've purposefully not looked very much into it. Um, I just know it's expected this year, and uh, and I'm very much excited for it. Got, is, uh, it is it on a... TV network or is it going to be streaming? Do you know? Um, I think it's going to be streaming, but it's probably streaming through. Was, That'd be funny if it's on Amazon. I think it's on Epics. Oof. How good can it be if it's on Epics? Who knows? Like, there's uh, some shows actually get uh, pretty good critical acclaim, even if they're on those offshoot That's networks. Um, because there was. You got the Paramount uh, Television, which has done a couple of uh, pretty big uh, shows. Yellowstone, which is a Kevin Costner project. Yeah, that, that got is a now good on. claim on Paramount. Um, yeah. Uh, IFC has done some pretty big uh, TV shows as well. I just need so to So it's see. possibility. Yeah. But I, it's just not, it's not one of those like wide, uh, not a whole lot of people know about those. Right, right. Um it follows events decades later when emerging blah, 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 blah. That doesn't help me at all with what this is about. Belgravia is a story of... This is hard to read on this computer. Belgoria, <laughs> Belgoria. Belgravia is a story of secrets and scandals amongst the upper echelon of London society in the 19th century when the Trenchards accept invitation to the lovely ball hosted by the Duchess of Richmond on the fateful eve of the Battle of Waterloo. 
It sets in motion a series of events that have consequences for decades to come as secrets unravel between the... This is, like, impossible to read. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It, it's very Downton abbey Yeah, which means I'm going to be tortured when you watch it and we have to do it for the podcast. If I decide to do a podcast about it. Okay. I'll read the book first. See if read it's the book first. See if it's worthy. worthy of that. It's only six episodes. Okay. So even if, you know, even if we do do it, we can we can do it there. I would just love it to turn into an eight season <sighs> Downton Abbey spectacular. <sighs> It would be a really good return to form for him because he's just producing. He he doesn't have much to do with this show. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be uh, like George R. R. Martin is to Game of Thrones. So he'll probably write like the first episode and the last episode of the series. Yeah. Um, things like that. But I don't think he has much of a hand in there. I also don't think he needs much of a hand in there. Also, he did say that he wants to and will, like after Belgravia is complete, he wants to pursue... Uh, making a follow-up Downton Abbey movie. Ugh. Which I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Where, where would they go with that? Do then? it before all these idiots die. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. You know what I mean? But what were you going to say? I wasn't You could say lead anything. up to World War II easily. This is true. That is true. Because of like the, the amount of like stuff that they've like the amount of jumps that they've made in time, mm-hmm. the 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 movie ends pretty damn close to World War Two starting. Ooh, what if they get bombed in uh, the World War Two one in downtown? It's like a it's like a Abbey it's like a ten minute film. It's like bye, we're it's like, di- darling. We're what would you like for tea this morning? And she says, "Well, I do believe." And then they blow up. Yeah, yep, and, yep, and, and that's just, it. And it's like two hours of credit rolling. <laughs> Now that's a Downton Abbey I could get behind. Oh, man. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. So that that's my thing, honestly. Uh, let's take a quick break here, and we'll do some recommendations, and we'll come back with some more ranty things. Sure. We'll see you let's in a minute. If you're looking to be simultaneously mad and happy uh, while hearing a podcast, listen to Wrongful Convictions, hosted by Jason Flom. Jason Flom interviews uh, people that have been wrongfully convicted of a crime and are now been exonerated uh, of the crime that they committed. Um, It's a great look into how these men and women got wrongfully convicted either by bad evidence tampering or just uh, uh, people that weren't doing their job um, or so laser focused and tunnel visioned on you are the person that committed this atrocity, even though the evidence points away. Um, This is a podcast that is amazingly good at hearing these stories um, that are both just insanely terrible to hear, but also have a light of hope at the end of the tunnel um, for many of the people that have been involved in this. Um, You can check it out on anywhere that podcasts are available. This week for my recommendation, I have a question for you viewers. Do you like Karen Pittman? Do you like Mark Duplass? Do you like Steve Carell? Do you like Reese Witherspoon? Or do you like Jennifer Anderson? 
If your answer was yes to all of those, then you should watch The Morning Show on Apple TV+. It is pretty much about the events of uh, the Today Show with the whole, you know, sex stuff. Uh, but it's actually, like, really, really well written. I think it's the best show that Apple TV Plus has right now. Do I think Apple TV Plus is worth the money in its current state? No. But if you have recently bought a new iPhone, you get it for free for a year. Um, so take advantage of that and at least just watch the the, uh, the morning show because I think it's really worth your time. And now back from the break. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Time for spoiler zone with of, <laughs> of our rants. With our rants, even everyone, though we've spoiled some everyone stuff. Everyone dies at the end. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, have you ever watched a movie besides Rogue One where everybody dies at the end? No, I can't say I have. Um, I've watched a few, few movies where literally everybody dies at the end. Um Let's hear them. Get mostly some names. apocalypse uh, movies. Uh, uh, how it ends, I believe. Oh, you know what? Is Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Movies where everyone dies at the end. Okay. Let's see this list. Recording the the horror movie. Everyone died in that. Not Ap- everybody. I'm talking about literally everybody in the world dies. Ah, at the end. okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Oh, Cabin in the Woods, everyone died in that one. Of course. Techn- oh, I yeah, yeah. That. Actually, everybody died in that one. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I saw that, too. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Now I'm just going to name them off. Casino Royale, 1967. Cloverfield, 2008. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Dead Man, 1995. Uh, these are all nonsense. Final Destination 5. No, not surprised at all. Knowing, 2009. That's that Nick Cage one with the No, not kid. everybody dies at the end of that one. That's, that's what this says. No, no. Listchallenges.com forward slash no, film this dash is, where this dash is how da- knowing oh, This is ends. nearly everyone. Knowing everyone. ends by a fucking weird thing where yeah it's it's one of those terrible movies it's in this uh it's in the vein of it was all a dream type deal sure where nick cage uh is a guy that can see two minutes into the future or something like that yeah yeah yeah. no it's the kid who knows like random dates no 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 knowing is the one where nick cage Yes. Can project himself into the future by two minutes. What's the one where the kid can see the future and he's got all those dates up on the wall? I have no idea what you're That's a Nick about. Cage film, and I'm pretty sure it's called Knowing. Keep talking about your thing. Uh, and then in the end, we find out that uh, because he was connected to this woman that he slept with, that he was actually able to see much further into the future and then figure out how to stop whatever cl- uh, cataclysmic event was going to happen. Right. Cause it's like, uh, isn't it the one where like that he puts the dates up on the board when like horrible shit's going to happen? I have no idea. I am so sure that that's knowing I'm having a Carson moment. now. Too. <laughs> what the fuck was it called? Was it called signs? No, that was uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. 
the one that made your favorite Nickelodeon uh, <sighs> series. I'm just ignoring those. The Last now Airbender. On. I'm just ignoring those. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to 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 grant you an angry response. The I'm sigh gonna... was anger enough, man. <laughs> you knew it was there. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was it called? Okay, I have to Google this. Um, movie where kid predicts because like it starts and they put the time capsule in the ground. It's literally knowing this is this is what it came up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at, listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. Listen to this. MIT professor John Coltster, Nick Cage, links mysterious list of numbers from a time capsule pulled in future disasters set to prevent the ultimate catastrophe. The kid can see the future, and he's writing all these dates down. Okay. And Nick Cage is like, oh, these correspond to disasters, and he's like, the next one's going to happen tomorrow, and it does happen tomorrow. He was in another one that's similar. Pretty sure it was called Knowing. I, I could have swore. I don't know, man. Because I think Jessica Bill was Beal was in it. God, he's got so many damn movies. That he he's does in. have Nick Cage. That that boy needs to settle down. He's trying. He's trying to beat out Samuel L. Jackson. That's what he's trying to do. The problem is he's picking shitty movies. At least Samuel L. Jackson has a good reputation. I just toasted Nick Cage. Absolutely toasted. Oh, shit, next. Next is the one where he can see the future. So you're right. Knowing is the kid one, which next. I have never seen. My bad. Dude, that movie's good. Knowing it's is not, good? It's not I was good. like, come on, can't be that good. Next, 28%. Yeah, that didn't do so well. Well, that's not bad for a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, I still hold to one of the best uh, movies that he's ever done is Con Air. Con Air is a perfect bad movie. Do you know what I believe Nick Cage's best film is? What? Face Off. Face Off is another really good perfect bad movie. <laughs> Face Off is such such a shitty movie. Knowing I'm looking at these pictures from Knowing, there's a lot of shit that I do not remember. Like there's this picture of Nick Cage looks like he's wearing a spacesuit and there are four people that are there are four aliens that are like all in white. And they're walking toward him. So it's got aliens in the movie. It's got too? aliens, and it's spoiler alert: aliens are in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so th- there you go. That's 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 those are the gotcha. few movies I've seen so, where everyone dies. I, I do want to say this because uh, it will give you a little bit of insight on who I am as a film critic. Because mm-hmm. people like to say that I don't like movies. And um, no, that's not true. I like to say that. You don't like movies. <laughs> but I like shitty movies. I, I, I love them, in fact. Like, there are certain shitty movies that I absolutely love. Is that right? Yes. Con Air being one. Of, and, in fact, I would I would venture to say that a large chunk of Nick Cage's filmography, I actually really like. Um, even though the movies National are National Treasure? Shit. National Treasure is another one. National Treasure is a terrible like logically that movie makes so little sense oh man You're when i read so right. because i rewatched re- them recently both of those recently back yeah. to back and i was just like 
this makes no logical sense <laughs> at all. Like oh, the boy. clues that he finds in some of them are like, yeah, I think somebody would have noticed that like a long it's time all, ago. It's all, uh, such especially shit. in the, uh, the second one, they go to France to, uh, check out the other, uh, Statue of Liberty. I don't think I've seen the second one. Okay, well, no, that sounds very. They familiar. go international in that <laughs> yeah. one, um, to an extent. So when they're over in France and looking at the Statue of Liberty, there, the twin to the Statue of Liberty. I don't know if it's actually called the Statue of Liberty over yeah. there. Um, Maybe it's called the Statue. They of fly Liberty. a drone so up to try and find out if there's a secret message somewhere on there. Yeah, and there is a secret message in clear view of everybody else that could see that. What's the message say? I can't tell you. I can't ah, remember what the message says, but it was like message. clearly like a rhyme or a clue that pointed at something else. It's like nobody else has ever no looked into this. Like, are you kidding me? You so stupid. It, I, I love when pe- like, I don't know, in the digital age that we live in. Yeah. None of that could be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remotely yeah. possible. Yeah. But yeah, it, oh, oh, he's capable of making he, decent movies. He is capable. Of, he's actually capable of making really good movies too. Because I saw a movie. Uh, um, I think it was directed by my homeboy uh, David Gordon Green. Um, mm. let's see if I can pull it up. Uh, yep, it was directed by David Gordon Green. Joe. Um, it's a really good movie. Uh, an ex-con who is an uh, unlikely, unlikeliest role model uh, meets a 15-year-old boy and is faced with the choice of redemption or ruin. Um, that is a terrible synopsis, but <laughs> thank you anyways, <laughs> IMDb. We'll take it. Um, it stars uh, Ty Sheridan, um, uh, our homeboy from Ready Player One. Yep. Um. And Ty Sheridan, he's an abusive. Uh, he's a kid from an abusive family, and uh, Nick Cage, who uh, ends up being kind of this like mentor um, to Ty Sheridan. And Nick Cage plays this like he he's ex con. He kind of just wants to lay low. He knows he's been in jail and stuff like that. He just wants to lay low, but because he knows that this kid is going through a terrible situation he ends up becoming his protector sure. and it's it's a very like uh there's a lot of tension building in the, the movie yeah um but it's not like over the top tension like it feels very like realistic like it feels more like real life tension and stuff like that um i i highly suggest people to go check it out um it's got some very violent it's got some pretty violent things in there um and uh I, I think it's it's one of his best films that he's ever done, in my opinion. Nice. Um, I think that's got a lot to do with the fact that uh, David Gordon Green is uh, he's a pretty damn good director. Um, what most people know David Gordon Green from is Pineapple Express or Your Highness. Gotcha. So, which is funny as hell to me that those are the movies that he's most well known for, because his other film repertoire. So total uh, opposite of those uh, raunchy stoner comedies. Um, Pineapple Express is still a good one. Halloween's an outlier too. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Prince Avalanche. Prince Avalanche, which is more like it's comedy, but it's more in tune with uh, the films that he uh, wrote and directed. Um, Stronger. It's off the beat. It's off beat comedy. Um, and yeah, so nice. Um, Raising Arizona is probably my favorite. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Movie. That's solid. And I. It's that's one hundred percent Coen Brothers. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's Coen Brothers. The reason but that's so good. If you're gonna have like. That that if you're gonna have Nick Cage act in anything, like or have a director that's gonna direct him, the Coen Brothers are gonna be the guys that be able to do that. Totally, like he fits into the Coen Brothers world. So like you could have seen him in Fargo, you could have seen him in Big Lebowski. I agree with that, and I think that Nick Cage could have acted really well in those movies. I think he has easily. chops for movies like Coen Brothers. I yep. think I think he would have a better reputation if he had done more with them. Yeah. If you would have if you would have landed a role like I still haven't seen it, but if if somebody had told me that he was in Buster Scruggs, sure, I'd have bought it. Yeah, I'd have yeah, been yeah. like, oh, it yeah. totally fits. Like I wouldn't think he was being ridiculous as he is. Right. And the other thing that works out for him is that like he uh, I I've read this before and heard this on other things that Nick Cage knows that he goes to level 11 he turn he can dial it up to 11 yeah. like when you get the nick cage effect because he knows that he's being ridiculous in some things i think he owns um, over that. the top and yeah. he does own it and he'll ask directors like how much do you want me to turn it up to do you, do you <laughs> what level do you want me you to want be that nick cage 11 that that extra special nick um, cage 11 and in coen brothers world like you could have him do those ridiculous things, which he does prove that in Raising Arizona. Right. I agree. Um, so, yeah. All those Nick Cage haters out there, go fuck off. In my <laughs> like he's done some shit films, and I will totally cop to that, but some of those films are made because made great just because he's not great. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, yeah. The great, some of that greatness comes out of his lackluster. Yeah, yeah, yeah performances which i didn't know for a long time but he's the nephew of uh francis ford coppola I didn't, who apparently I, you don't know who that is i don't know who that is director of godfather ah yeah. i never saw yeah. it yeah never neither have i neither hey, have I. Yeah. yeah yeah film okay. school student not seeing some of the great not films seen the uh godfather. haven't seen uh gone with the wind neither have i yeah that movie just looks boring to me what other like big ones haven't you seen uh, Jaws was one of the biggest for me. Um, I purposely didn't see that one until I could actually see it on a big screen. Um, trying to think of some other ones. <sighs> this one's going to hurt some people cause I've totally made it out. Say seem like I've seen it just cause I can quote some of the more famous lines. Casablanca. <laughs> I haven't seen Casablanca. <laughs> That's somewhat not shocking to me at all, but then there's other stuff. Cause you've seen some older films. I have. I've seen um, a lot of older films. Uh, but Casablanca is not too terribly shocking that you haven't seen. Yeah. But it should be shocking for me to not have seen it. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen, uh, what's say hello to my little friend. Oh, Scarface. Scarface. I haven't seen Scarface. Uh, I haven't seen the Al Pacino one, but I did see the original one, the, uh, Howard Hawks directed oh, so one. Pacino's not the original one. He's not the original one. The new, the, the Scarface, the, uh, uh, 1980s, Scarface or 70s? Uh, I want to say it's 80s. 1983. 
Um, uh, that Scarface is very different than the 1930 Scarface. Sure. Um, for obvious reasons. Um, there's a lot more carnage in the Al Pacino one, <laughs> yeah. uh, than there is with the, uh, 1931s when you had to go through the, uh, uh, censorship board sure. and shit like that. So. Um, film that I need to see soon, uh, is Tom Hanks's <clears throat> Bridge of Spies. Wasn't interested Here's in it. Here's the thing that I just recently found out the other day Okay, while doing a little Coen Brothers research. Cause yeah. I think a friend of mine was like, um, they're like, I've only seen uh, Big Lebowski. Okay. And I was like, you have to expand your Coen Brothers uh, repertoire, my friend, because they are the best filmmakers in the world. They're, they're two of the best filmmakers So I in the looked world it up, sure. and I saw that uh, Bridge of Spies was on that list. I was like, did they direct that? No. They didn't. Do you know who directed that? Spielberg. Spielberg directed yep. screenplay by the Coen Brothers. Yeah. How have I not seen this movie? I'll probably eventually watch it, but like it's also really well received with a ninety-one percent rotten. It tomatoes. definitely has gotten one, but like I, I got burnt out with Spielberg, um, after um, Super Eight, uh, what uh, War of the Worlds, um, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Then he was doing Adventures of Tintin, and I, like I didn't see Adventures of Tintin, but when I saw that he was doing it, I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> um, I still haven't seen Lincoln that he directed. Um, so when Bridge of Spies came out and I saw it, and I was like, it's got Tom Hanks and it's uh-huh, Spielberg, but uh-huh. it's just like, I just I just can't do it. Like That's it fair. just. Uh, so Ready Player One was the first uh, Spielberg movie that I've seen in uh, like forever in forever since uh kingdom of the crystal skull. Um, Damn. which did you know that <clears throat> the fifth Indiana Jones is officially supposed to be coming sometime in 2021 with, with Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford and Spielberg at the helm. How come Harrison Ford wants to do in, uh, Indiana Jones, but not star Wars movies. What's his deal? I don't know, and I don't know if he was particularly wanting to do it because yeah. I don't even think he wanted to do Crystal Skull either. They were probably like, hey, we'll pay you $18 bazillion yeah. to do this. And he was like, what do I have to do? And they're like, just stand there. And he was like, fine, I'll do that. Um, And then I think it, <laughs> this also might be... Uh, the rumors were that uh, Chris Pratt was going to be in the new Indiana Jones. <laughs> I don't know Ooh. if that's still the case. But it might be a situation where they're going to try and uh, hand the the baton, which they tried to do in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Try to hand that off to Shia LaBeouf, but nobody fucking. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that's the only Indiana Jones film I've ever seen? No shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was my that was my introduction. Oh my goodness, dude. You got robbed. <laughs> dude, you got Indiana robbed Jones. hardcore. It was King of the Crystal Skull. Oh, dude, I am that's I apologize to you I on was behalf doing of okay all film. Until the aliens showed up. That wasn't the the alien stuff, yeah, it was a little bit out of left field. But if you're talking about fantastical type stuff with the Indiana Jones series, 
that's not too far fetched. Really? No, because like in the uh, the original one, uh, Ark of the Covenant, um, he he opened up the Ark of the Covenant and uh, the spirit of God or whatever came out and killed all the Nazis and stuff like that. Like, I'm fine with that. That's uh, that's righteous judgment and or then, right, righteous punishment. Um, and then in the second one, uh, Temple of Doom, yep. uh, uh, dude can pull out people's hearts and they're still alive while he sacrifices Kalima. them. Kalima, that's where yep. that came from. That's where that came from. Ah. And then in... Uh, so it is a very like fantastical yes. world, isn't it? Yes, it is. So if I had just had that expectation set, maybe I would have had a better maybe. Time. But there's 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 a also lot a lot of other things that, that just movie. not well done. There's like, yeah, they get a little bit like, oh, that's convenient that they survived that type thing in the other Indiana Jones. Yeah, but there's some some of them that they take a little too far. And don't they have giant man eating spiders? Uh, ants. Ants. Yep. Ants. No, the one that was like over the top jumping the shark style was a nuclear bomb went off. And you know how Indiana Jones survived it? Do you remember? It, does he get in the in the refrigerator? He gets in the refrigerator. Yep, and he is flung to Timbuktu and just rolls out of it, dust <laughs> off his pants, puts his hat back My on, boy. and keeps on walking. Did a James Bond <laughs> film start like that too? I don't know. I don't know. I think I got the two of those mixed up because until you said nuclear bomb, I had always thought that that because it's in like an old school because he's like in the nuclear f- testing facility, right? I don't know. It's been so long. Since like I've like seen he, he's like way far out in the desert and he's like in this like test home that like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yep. Indiana Jones. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, great introduction to that. Franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to watch that. He has survived a lot of stuff, but that was a bridge too far. That takes far. the cake for sure. <laughs> That's depressing. That's really upsetting. I don't like that at all. Damn, dude. That sucks. So we'll see what happens with this fifth one. Maybe Spielberg can, you know, can just knock it out of the just fucking refern. Hopefully, what they do is they just kind of like sidestep. Uh, crystal skull do you know what i'd love to see them do not huh. do it at all that'd be I, i'd prefer that I'd i'm really ready prefer for that. some more originality the, it's unfortunately goes back to that whole nostalgia thing that i we're know about. we're not out of it but um, you know what's funny huh. i do think i spoke with um my good friend carly who's also a film major yep um and she was like People are starting to get fatigued by it. They it's are not just like the super fans yeah. who are tired of it. Cause like, well, you and I are going to see whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even yep. if it is like total nostalgia porn, like we'll go see it, but it's that it's when the masses start to like get bored of it. Yes. That's when you start to see that cultural yep. shift. And we're seeing the beginning of that yeah. where people are like, you, you hear people talking about it even with Stranger Things now where they're like, that effect has kind of worn off on me. Mm-hmm. I, every time I hear that, I'm like, good. <laughs> I'm like, good. Thank Don't goodness. fucking watch. Yeah. You know, like... like it, it's We got to come to a point, like, and it happens, it happens uh, ever so often where there's a shift in filmmaking and a new thing takes hold and stuff like that. And it changes the direction of film for yeah. a while. Yeah. Like, um, that's a, that's what happened with uh, French New Wave and Italian Noir uh, or neo 
neorealism, Italian mm-hmm. realism. Um, that shifted film uh, for a while. And then we had American New Wave, uh, whatever the hell that uh, series is called. Uh, that was the Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Uh, uh, taxi Driver. Um, uh, my God, I can't believe I'm totally... James Caan, um, uh, Easy Rider. Uh, I haven't heard of that one. Those type of films, like, changed the direction that Hollywood was going and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but then we had the advent of Blockbuster, which came out in the form of Jaws and Star, Star Wars. Wars. right. And that changed film Everything. direction again. And yeah. that we're still in that yeah. that world, uh, the Blockbuster the world. The Blockbuster world. Um, and then I guess you could say now it's the nostalgia kick. Uh, but you can also see like the uprising of A24 coming in with like a little more yeah. homegrown movies, yes. you know what I mean? There is definitely... And some of those have been fantastic. Part of that is due to the fact that filmmaking nowadays has... Um, been able to become a lot more DIY in a lot of ways. I mean, like you think of that for with sure. animation and almost every medium yep. in the arts right now has become a very do-it-yourself. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's gotten a lot more accessible. A lot of people can put cameras in their hands now. Right. A um, lot of people, quality cameras. Too. A lot of people buy a camera every year when they upgrade their phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those things. The 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 camera on my phone right now is crazy. Well, good. Soderbergh's on a kick. Steven Soderbergh's doing on a kick doing iPhone, iPhone shot. filming and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Which if you've seen some of the films, like yeah, it's 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 good quality, but like you can still you can tell it's always filmed tell on an iPhone. And I mean, like, as far as, like, putting it up next to films, I don't know if we'll ever get that far in advance. Yeah. Or at least, like, you'll always be able to tell the difference between a $400,000 Red Weapon X and a $1,000 iPhone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the day that stops becoming important, uh, like, a distinguishable difference is kind of a day I don't look forward to. I want to talk real quick before we get out of here. Yep. um, About some movies that I am looking very much forward to reviewing. Okay. Uh, in the month of February. I, I have a couple too. Okay. Let's um, uh, um, Birds of Prey comes out next week on oh, the 7th of February. I am. I'm going in with very low expectations. Super on low that. expectations, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, after midnight, I'm excited for that little, okay. uh, little Valentine's day, sad, sappy nonsense. Sonic the Hedgehog. That, I, ugh, ugh, ugh. I don't care that they Sonic fixed the graphics. The Hedgehog. I do not care that they fixed his look. It just looks. Oh. Uh huh. I'm sorry, Jim. James Carrey. Jim Carrey. God dang it. I, uh, is as cool as you look as Doctor Robotnik. Like, <laughs> and you're going back to the your old shtick and stuff. <laughs> Yep. <sighs> not not looking forward to that one. The Night Clerk with uh what's his name from Ready Player One? Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan. Okay. That looks pretty damn uh pretty damn good. Um he he's like a he he watches he's like a clerk at a hotel. Gotcha. Um and I like someone gets murdered or something like that and, and he's he's involved with it. The Invisible Man at the very end of February. Nah. 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 
And then last I week, already know how it's going to end. I, yeah, can you put yourself on record right now saying how it's going to end? Uh, she's going to, uh, if it falls the... the Don't say if. How is it going to end? Okay, how, how is, is it gonna going to end? So my prediction yep. is uh, she's going to think she's killed him at the end, but we find out that he's actually not dead or somebody else has figured out the way that he has turned himself invisible. Sure. And they're going to use it for their their benefit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll see what happens yeah. on February twenty eighth. The last one that I have is Jane Austen's Emma. I, I knew I knew that you was knew coming. You knew it was coming. I knew that you was knew coming. It was coming. Yeah. I I'm actually I know I've ranted on not liking that period piece period piece yeah, style yeah. Yeah. style of film. I am kind of interested to see that how that is. So good because the trailer was cut really it looks well. So good, and they Anya cut Taylor that Joy trailer so a, well. She's such a gem. She's such a hidden Hollywood gem. Um, yeah, I'm very, very, very excited to see that. Um, that's 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 what I'm looking forward to. Okay. In February. Now, now to be fair. Am I looking forward to Sonic the Hedgehog? No. I said I'm looking forward to reviewing these movies. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I... Same thing with Birds of Prey. Like, I don't really want to see it, but I'm going to. You know what I mean? So, here... I'd like to say (laughs) that I'm not going to see any of them, but happy news for you, Luke. Uh, Alamo just released the season pass for everybody in the Denver area. Hey. So I just signed up yesterday or the other day. So everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. What's uh, changed? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they've changed any of the... I want to see if anything's changed. It doesn't look like it from what I've been uh, able to see. They still charge you for a convenience fee, right? That's fine, yeah. Um, uh, that's about the only thing that I saw that could be different. Damn. Okay. Um, I can but, get behind that. Uh, yeah. I, you do I see feel a movie less a exclusive? Yes. Yes, absolutely. you do. But am I happy that you are going to be able to do that now? Yes. Also, absolutely. Like, very excited about that. So I kind of have no excuse not to see you don't these have movies. Any excuse not to for the podcast. Dude, I'm so. going for 52 this year. Oof, yeah. We're on track right yeah. now. We haven't missed a week. Nice. In fact, I've I'm. I'm on track for 53 yeah, already. Yeah. Right now. Um, I'll probably see probably at least two films a week. Um, Cause I, I would want to get the absolute maximum. I, I can need to get out of it. My money's worth. Um, yeah. Because I'm not going to pay $20 um, a to month. To see like two movies. Just to see two movies. Yeah. Um, or one a week. I, right. I got to see two a week. Yeah. And the Alamo's good enough about putting in uh, stuff that is, other than just what typical, uh, and I'm not talking about their special events. They um, have very fun. They like, have they very have fun movies. That I'm looking uh, they have independent features yes. and stuff. So it's almost like going to an indie art house right. theater, but with other. You know what's gonna be good about this Twitch too. though is that I can just we can like te- just text each other and be like, "Hey, I just got off work." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. That flexibility is what's the best part yep. about it. Because yep. there have been days where I'll like leave work early, like today, and if we weren't recording, I would have gone to the Alamo. Yeah, I would have yeah. just gone to see a movie. Um, my biggest problem is the food. Is the food? 
I realized that uh, the other day when uh, I went with Delise. I have to um, be very careful. Yeah, my first film that I went to go see was Jojo Rabbit. I was I was glad that they were Did still you, playing it. Is was that your first time? It was first time. Oh, oh my god. So good. So good. So good. So good. Ugh. Yeah. Amazing. It, it's it right now it is my favorite uh uh Taika Do you Wachiti, see why it was uh, my favorite movie. of twenty twenty? Um oh yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Um, it is it is my favorite film so far, uh directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, it takes a subject matter that is wholly terrible, but finds out some way to make fun of it. And that, but and then make also it make so it sad. It made it like, so, uh, it was so heartwarming painful, and yeah. painful. Yeah. But oh my God, it, it, it brought laughs. It brought totally. tears. I was one right for the heart. So good. At the end um, I was not expecting what they did. Um, what they were going to do. Yeah. Well, I, I knew they were going to do something, um, but I didn't know it was going to, they were going to go there when they did. Yeah. Um, I am wildly excited yeah. for that to come out on in oh. theaters. Cause all right. In, uh, on, on DVD. DVD. Yeah. I'm going to watch that a hundred million more times. Um, we saw last week we saw, um, bombshell which just finished its theater run okay gotcha i'm not doing a two minute review about it i i didn't like it at all really i i i here's here's what i said to to my friend that i go see the movies with i'm like the message that story needed to be told but they chose the wrong avenue to tell it they chose the wrong actors and actresses they chose the wrong story like and i i mean story like it you can't you can't like make up a story if you're telling a true one. Like, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But it's just like that. What happened in Fox News like was not movie worthy. I don't think. Gotcha. Like just the way they adapted it was very boring. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there. It's an it's an hour and forty minutes long. Yeah. And I was like having a hard time getting through that. Uh, and and that just shouldn't be a problem that that we have, but. But now we're both going to be seeing every movie yeah, ever. Yeah. The one movie in February that I'm absolutely excited about seeing um, is Guns Akimbo with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That does look pretty good. I like Daniel Radcliffe's approach to movies now where like he, he and very few other actors have the ability to just be like, I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm happy about him doing these types of movies. Uh because to be perfectly honest, um, and I'm going to get some hate from possibly you and definitely my girlfriend after saying this, um, he was terrible in Harry Potter. Ooh, I I thought he was he was a shell, um, similar to and, and this shouldn't be shocking, uh, but similar to what uh, Bell Bella was in Twilight the series. She was a shell. Uh, she was. She didn't really have any characteristics that defined her. Interesting. Um, he was essentially our vehicle to understand the world of Harry Potter. And why is that a bad thing? Because there was nothing about that character. Uh, he didn't have. He didn't feel like he was a full fledged character. He felt like he was just a vehicle for us to understand the world. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I. Because there's other main characters that were put in their shoes, 
but we know absolutely everything about them. They feel like a full person. Sure. Harry Potter never felt like a full person to me. Um, uh, a good example for that would be uh, John McClane in the first Die Hard movie. He's our vehicle for understanding that story, but we understand everything about John McClane. He's a full-fledged person. Whereas in the Harry Potter films, he's more of a shell than anything else. That's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not saying the movies were terrible. Hey, hey They were hey, entertaining. Hey, 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 that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's honestly fine. But I've seen him in other films where like, it feels like he is actually, the character has more than just being our, our vessel into that story. Like Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. I loved that movie. I thought it was hilarious. Horns was another good film that he was uh, in Boy. that was underrated. So You are too much. That's where we're going to end it. With that. With that. I'm going to get so much hate from people. That is how we end this week's episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Would you say week. that's one of the more controversial things that I've ever said on this? I would say it's one of the more disappointing things you've ever said. <laughs> Did you notice that like I didn't even argue? No, you I'm just, just were like, so, like you're just like I think I'm gonna try ignore what he yeah. just said. It's like when you're at a family outing and like someone makes like a really yeah. off putting joke. Yeah, and I'm not saying that about the books. I, I don't want to get that minced. Like no one will. I'm be, not no saying that about no the books. No one's making that mistake, Twitch. We know exactly <laughs> what you meant. We know exactly <laughs> what you meant. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure. To uh, to subscribe to us and tell your friends about us because we care about getting famous. That's, yes, that's the, that's all we want. That's the goal here. We want to make a lot of money. Yes, one of us will sell out, and then say I could do this better on my own. Start a solo project that only does half as well as the Know Nothing Nerd yeah. podcast is. Which means, for one of our sake, this needs to get. Imagine if we had a billion subscribers. Yes, and you only got half that attention. That's still many millions. That is, that is. So get us very famous so that that person can. Who would you put Vegas odds on who goes solo? Uh, who would go solo? Out you, of us. 100%. Me, me. You. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just that that selfish of a bastard. Be it's like... not what I'm trying to say at all. <laughs> the only thing I have going for me on this podcast is I literally have my finger over the red button. That is true, that is That's true. That's like if I don't want this episode to go live, there's not a lot you can do about that. <laughs> That's like the only monopoly I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do all of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is uh, once you get this through, you're going to take out every every negative thing that I said about Harry Potter. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, maybe I could. I could scrub that out for you <laughs> if you want to be protected. Or maybe what I'll do is I'll take everything that you said about I don't like Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter and then just loop that whenever you're talking. Oh. Just, just get so much hate. That's just not a bad idea. Hate. No, it's not a bad. I got idea. a lot of things to consider now. Anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at KN Nerds. You can tweet, do a little tweet, tweety tweets at yes. us. Yes, I just finally turned on phone notifications, so I'll actually know when you tweet at. Yes. Us. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds at Facebook.com or just by searching uh, Know Nothing Nerds in the Facebook search bar, um, or you can beam the. No, you can because we were just talking about Harry Potter. You can yeah. send us an owl. Yes, via there we go. The owlery network that is email at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. We check that every day. 
actually I just texted the, the other day. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Twitch went to the post office. A lot of junk mail in there. A lot of junk mail. <laughs> Over two hundred uh, junk mail things yes. in there. Yeah. Yes. How many real fan mail? Zero. Yes. <laughs> it's what I live for. Anyway, we'll see you in a week with... True Crime. True Crime. Yeah, we're going to dive into the world of True Crime next week. Season. No, it's not a season. We're just going to do the whole shebang, like wrongful conviction, uh, confession tapes, uh, how to make a murderer. Oh, yes. What are we doing the quiz on? um, We're going to figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll have a quiz and a topic next week which is true crime yep um we'll see you in seven days actually i'll see you in soon with my review of the gentleman Ooh, nice nice or do you want to stop doing those now that we both have no nah, no let's definitely do the two minute Keep reviews doing them? yeah okay. yeah cool we'll see you in a week bye bye